0: Today's and We learn about a case involving, different cases rather, involving sales, where a third party is involved. So one of the cases the Gemara has, nearing the end of the daf, a whole discussion, where a person buys a field from his friend, and he's a bit worried that people are going to try to prevent the sale, they want to contest the sale. So he's looking for ways that he can prevent or discourage people from actually coming and raising a problem about the sale. So he claims that he's acting in the name of the Reish Galusa. The Reish Galusa, as we discussed many times throughout our journey in Shas, was an exilarch. He was the person who was in charge of the Jewish community. He was the political position, very much a go-between between the Jewish community and the political leaders of the time, whoever they they might be. And in order for the sale, in this case, to actually go through, for the buyer because it's going to have the name of somebody else on that document that's actually quite problematic for himself so he needs actually a second sale document a second sales document that the person who's selling the land should write up the conclusion is that we force the seller to write another sale document only if the buyer stipulated from the get-go that after the sale using the first sale document that's going to be a problem. The sale must write a second document for him. Anecdotally, the reason why the Reish Galusa was so powerful was because of his political connections. We mentioned the Jewish leaders were given that autonomy and power. gemara says that the Reish Galusa may refuse to create the second sale document and then claim that he's being Muvater. He says, Lo be'ina, I don't want the honor, and I don't want the disgrace. In other words, if the Reish Galuta were to make the claim that he is the owner, the real buyer is in a, is in a bit of a situation. He's now in a Malzimechaver, or a Lavaraya. It's a fascinating concept, that the sale document is so powerful, the person whose name is on it, that even the person who's actually paying the money doesn't necessarily get the ownership. It's the person who is written on that document. That person, unless he has witnesses, unless he has Edim, that's what's going to save him in this case. This is brought by the Rashba in his commentaries Chidushim on our Gemara, that Edim, people who are going to come and testify, are a requirement for this sale. Who was the real buyer, as opposed to the Rish Galusa, to make sure he doesn't pull a move and say it's his land, and we'll get into a problem. The Rashba also writes... In a tshuva, in Shalzachuva Zarashba, Taf Taf Kufrin Zain, extending this, if a person signs a property on his wife's name, the bastin should investigate, the court should investigate to see if she paid her portion or if it was just fictional. It wasn't a really a true sale. And in fact, Shulchan Aruch brings this in Mishpat siman Samech Sif Chaf Aleph, and he notes that we must investigate thoroughly. That was of course at that time, if the wife's name is on the sale, if that's just fictional and the husband is trying to evade a question on the sale. When it when it comes to a loan, however, the rules are actually quite different. The tour holds that when a loan is granted, Ruvain gives Shimon a hundred dollars and but he actually says that the person who lent the money was a was 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 Levy and it wasn't Ruvein, uh, Ruvain. And the lender is written down as a third party, that's Levi So that guy, Levi can't go over to to Shimon and say, "Give me back my hundred dollars." He can't collect on that loan since the document is in somebody else's name. In other words, that's the lender. So the, the so the tumim, there's different answers given by the achronim. But the tumim gives uh, and uh, really raises it as a question. He says, "How could the Torah disagree with his father, the Rosh, who says the same, who has the same idea as the Rashba?" So he says that we have to differentiate between a Starchov, a person is owed money and a loan. The whole purpose of that is a proof document. It's not there to say what the what the, the actual person is responsible to, to receive that back. The debt is to the actual lender versus a sale document where the seller indicates to whom he he's he's selling it to, regardless of who is actually paying. So there we see a difference between when it comes to a sale versus when it comes to a loan.